0: Hi everyone, and welcome to the Dance Teacher Pep Talk. I am your host, Amanda, and I am so glad you are here. This is a space for dance teachers and anyone interested in teaching dance who is looking for motivation and fresh ideas. As teachers, we spend our days motivating and giving pep talks to our students, and now this podcast is a pep talk just for you. We hope that it helps to ignite new ideas and even work through some deep dance related thoughts before you head into the studio. Thank you for your support. And now let's get into today's episode. Hi, everybody, and welcome to today's episode of Dance Teacher Pep Talk. Today's episode is a little bit different, but it's one that's very near and dear to my heart, and I feel that it is an episode that I think would benefit so many But before we get deep into the episode, I just wanted to take a quick moment to thank you all so much for your support and for your listens for this podcast. I am just enjoying it so much and I hope that you are too. And I just wanted to remind you, if you are not already following our Instagram page at dance teacher pep talk. I highly recommend it because there is so much additional content over there. So on Mondays, I typically check in for the week ahead and sometimes just almost like the shortest, most mini podcast type of ramble of my thoughts to start the week. Uh, Tuesday, I talk about the episodes that would launch Wednesday, I've been sharing classroom tips and exercises that have worked really well for me over the years. Thursday, again, I introduce the episode that is coming out that day. And on Friday, it's kind of a mixture. Sometimes I do some great flashback content. Sometimes I share some resources that have been very helpful for me in my journey as a dance educator. Sometimes I also do mini podcast episodes that I only put on the Instagram. So these don't even go on our Facebook page. It's all exclusive to our Instagram. So I highly recommend you following there just because there is so much additional content to support you in your week. So today's episode was really inspired because this month is my daughter's birthday month and I was just having a lot of reflection around it and I just feel that some of the reflections I've been having might help somebody else out there too. And so this episode is for anybody that is thinking about having children Maybe you are pregnant, maybe you have recently had a baby, maybe you are well into your postpartum years, maybe you know of someone close to you, or maybe someone on your staff is pregnant, There are so many ways that this episode could extend or reach out to different situations, different scenarios. And it could even reach out to if you are the partner or if you are going through adoption or surrogacy or anything like that. Anything that has to do with bringing a child of any age into your home and what that might look like with your career as a dance teacher. So what really sparked me to do this was I am on a lot of different Facebook forums for dance teachers or Facebook group. And every so often there is a post from someone that is newly expecting and is wondering, how do you do it? How are you a dance teacher? What do you expect for your recovery time? How do you expect your return to studio to go? And it always just it brings me back to that time, because when I was pregnant with my daughter, it was during the pandemic. So things were very different. You know, I wasn't really in the studio a lot. So I had a much different experience than, say, now someone may have being outside of the pandemic. So what I wanna start off by saying is if you have gotten this far into the episode, it means that you probably do really care to know a little bit more about this. Maybe you are pregnant or recently had a child or know of somebody close to you. So whichever situation, congratulations is in order for all of that. But I just wanted to start off by saying that if you are a dancer or dance teacher and dance teachers are dancers, um you have an incredible step up I feel in the pregnancy experience because you are probably very in tune with your body. So I remember honestly I think my doctors were probably like maybe borderline annoyed with me because I I feel very aware of my body. My body is my tool as a dance teacher. It is a huge part of my livelihood. I've always been very in tune with things. If things feel off, if things feel right, you know, little twinges here and there, things like that. I've always been pretty attuned to that. And I feel that many of you can agree with that too. So being pregnant adds a whole different level to that. And I feel like I nitpicked Almost every little thing. And I think at this point, I probably had some kind of note on my folder or something that she's probably going to analyze every symptom that she possibly has. And I did. So just know that if you are experiencing that, it's probably just because you are very in tune with your body. And you are not only in tune with your body, but you also are very in tune with your mind and your soul. And I feel this could happen with any person, any body. So what I'm seeing is, you know, all these, like I said, in the forums, there are all these questions about how do you do it? What do you expect for your recovery time? And the number one thing that I want to say is you can ask for advice if you want to. But I almost at times wish I did not ask for advice. And the reason being is... I feel that I allowed others' stories, others' experiences to then play into what I was experiencing. And I did a lot of comparison. Like, oh, so-and-so was back in the studio after three weeks and they were carrying their baby in a carrier and teaching class or, or whatnot. Go into this knowing that every experience is going to be different. And like I said, you can ask for the advice if you want to but no one knows your body better than you, your baby better than you, and so give some power back to yourself because at the end of the day, you do know what is best. I mean, think about it from the perspective of not having social media. Like, I grew up during a time where we did not have Facebook at one point in our life. We did not have Instagram. We didn't have these networks to go out and ask for advice. You could go and get books. You could talk to family members, I'm sure. I mean, I think that's probably what it was like because I don't really know how it was during that time. But... When I found that I was asking for advice, I found that it was me feeling as if I had no idea what I was doing. I felt like I was not equipped. I was not able. I had no idea. And a lot of it was the nerves going into that. But the advice that I wish I got was I wish somebody said to me that you already know everything that it is that you will need and everything that it is you will need to do. Because I did put a lot of things weighted in the beliefs and advice of others. And social media can be a great thing at times, but I feel like it can also be a difficult thing because now we have all this comparison, right, that I was just speaking on, but also we have all of these ads and things that literally target you so it's like oh your baby's not sleeping through the night oh how'd you how'd you know and then all of a sudden you start questioning well should my child be sleeping through the night and then you go into this whole head spin because you are exhausted and you are just trying to make it through so you think okay i'm gonna try this and that and and okay maybe i need to buy this product but at the end of the day you Know your baby and yourself better than anyone. And so another question that I see a lot in the forums, as I mentioned, was how much recovery time do I expect? And truly, what I'd love to see in the comment sections of that is to say it is so dependent on the person because there could be somebody that takes two weeks and is right back in. And maybe there's somebody financially who needs to go right back in. And I'm not going to give a lot of advice in this episode because as you can probably get from this, I'm trying to steer clear of the advice. But what I would say is this is the only time your baby is going to be this little or your child is going to be this age and taking the time is totally okay if you can do it. I know that for some, it is really important that they get back into the studio for a variety of reasons. Maybe, like I said, maybe it's financial. Maybe it's also like mental health-wise because for me, going back to the studio was really helpful because it was a chance for me to do my creativity, to get my voice out, to be the person that I was. But I also look back now and feel that I rushed my return to the studio. And maybe I should have taken a little bit more time but that's okay. I'm not going to look back and try to change things. But it's just to know that I was also trying to meet the value of these people that were saying like, oh, I was able to return after this many weeks or this many weeks. And it becomes almost like this comparison. And I don't want to say competition because that's not the right kind of a word, but it, it does. It gives this edge of the amount of time that it's going to need for you to take to return. And I I did have a C-section, so my recovery did look a little bit different. But I've also heard the same thing about people with C-sections saying like, oh, I went right back in and, or whatnot. And it really gave me a very skewed perspective because then when my recovery wasn't going as quickly as I thought it was supposed to, I thought, oh my gosh, what is wrong with me? Why am I not recovering as fast as this person did? And I really feel that You will go through it the way that your body is going to take you through it. And you will know and just trust and honor your voice. Unless it is an outside need to return to the studio, trust your heart when it is your time to return. Because you really will know and we don't need to compare our journey to others' journeys, especially this journey. The other question that comes up that I see a lot is, how do you handle return to work with your child? And there are so many people out there that will say they returned with their baby carrier and they brought their baby with them, or they had like a little area set up where maybe it was like a little station in the corner um, or whatnot, but... That is also something that I don't think you can plan for until you actually have the baby here and know the temperament. Because I always expected myself to be able to bring a baby into the studio with me and to be able to teach and go about that. But that was definitely not the case for me. And it does bother me when people kind of, you know, at both ends. One end being like, of course you can bring the baby in. And then the other end of things being like, what are you thinking? You couldn't bring a baby in. It's like, it's like there's no right answer. It's like someone has one opinion, somebody else has the other. And that's what I always ran into advice. And that is what clouded my head. And that is what made me so uncertain of myself. And I can't believe that such a beautiful time in my life, I was in the most uncertain headspace, because I was giving my power away to others. Because I had this feeling that others know better than I do. And this person is right. And that person is right. And There is no right answer. Only the answer that you are comfortable with that you feel in your heart space. So like I said, don't give your power to others. You have such an incredible knowledge of your body and your abilities. And at the end of the day, you do know what's best. And of course, it's okay to ask for advice, but also give yourself some of that power back and know that you know yourself better than anyone. And you are gonna be the one that is going to be living this journey, you and your partner, you and your family. And so it is so important that we just trust and honor that space and give it that time because every situation is going to be different. And another thing that I kind of found difficult was pumping while at work because there were nights where I did need to do that and it was really difficult because there wasn't necessarily chunks of time to be able to do that. So I highly recommend like if you know this is going to be a part of your journey, maybe speaking with your boss, your studio owner, to discuss ways of scheduling and pumping I definitely underestimated how much time I would actually need. And so I actually ended up getting one of those like portable pumps and I would wear it as I taught. But like you literally are standing. You cannot really bend or do a whole lot with it on. Um, So it helped to a degree. But the other thing that I noticed with pumping at work was I was so stressed in the situation that it really didn't even help me in that moment. So yeah, that part of the journey didn't necessarily go well for me, I'd say, but like, it was something. So Just go into it with open expectations, depending on what you're needing to do. Now, back to talking about bringing in your child to work with you, I think it also depends on your temperament and the type of person that you are, because you might be the type that is able to handle a lot more of different energies or maybe this time of your life you may feel that there's just a lot of energies that are difficult to juggle so it really all depends on you as a person too be patient and be gentle with yourself because this is such a learning experience and you'll constantly be learning constantly be evolving and just always follow what is true to your heart in this journey And of all of the advice we had ever been given, it came from a family friend of ours. And at least in my opinion, this was the best advice we got. But the advice was, try anything. And it really... It was the thing that kept us going because on the nights where we didn't know what was going on, we didn't see much sleep, we would just laugh at the idea of trying anything. We would rock this, we would sing this song, we would put her in the stroller and walk up and down the hallways, we would do this and that, and it became comical to us that we really were in that moment trying everything and anything. So if there is any bit of advice that you need, I would say that's a good one because that's, I mean, that is what you're going to be doing is trying anything. You're going to be trying anything to make things work, whether it's at home or how you choose to return to the studio sometimes you're going to be given advice that you don't want to hear. And when that happens, just let it go in one ear and write out the other because it, it it does not need to take up space or time in your mind or in your heart space. Just let it go in and out, okay? Um, that's another piece of advice that I have because it is such an interesting thing. Everybody in this like parenthood journey so clings to the way that their parenthood experience was like well this happened for me and that happened for me and this and that it's like no one's parenthood experience is going to be the same and so know that for yourself and stay empowered everything is going to be great and you are going to find your way, and things are going to work out, and you are going to find your groove. And just know, too, that things are going to be different. I mean, you have a brand-new human in your life, and so – Your day is even going to look different. How you prepare for classes, how you get ready, that's going to be different for you as well. At this time, you are so much to everyone, to your child, your significant other, your family, your dancers. But don't forget to also be there for yourself. And I know that that is tricky to say because There is going to feel like there isn't time, but really try to make time because that is going to be a world of difference and asking for help and just making sure that you have the support that you need is going to be so helpful for you at this time as well. Now we are in the toddler stage and we're still finding our groove. Constantly finding and changing, learning new things, all of that because they are growing and you are growing as a person too beside them. You know, I've said in previous episodes that I strongly feel that my daughter is one of my greatest teachers and I stick by that because... I have relearned so many things that I feel that I have forgotten over the years. And it's almost like I went back to the freedom and the values and the things that were important to me as a child. Now looking through her eyes and realizing that what is more beautiful than the life in your day and what is more beautiful than being present in the moment and just being with whatever is right in front of you because I was always going, going, going and still am. And this is a constant reminder for me to recenter and get present. And so I feel I learned so much in this experience as well. Now I'm in a different scenario where I am teaching my daughter and that is strange. And I will say this. If you do have advice on that, like if you have taught your own toddler, I would love to hear from you in a DM on Instagram at Dance Future Pep Talk because that is one thing that that's a challenge for me that I'm facing right now and I love it. I think it's a beautiful experience. I really do feel that there is so much around it that is going to be very special but definitely still struggling at times and so... Just like I said, I'd love some advice. And if it's for me, I will totally take it in. And if it isn't for me, I'm just going to politely let it in one ear and out the other. Because that is how I look at handling this type of situation. But, of course, I totally appreciate anybody's input on that. And looking back now, like, I mean, here I am asking for advice. I think that those of us that are asking others about what what should I expect for recovery or what should I expect for my return to studio – I think it's because we don't really know what to expect and one of the biggest fears is because of uncertainty. Not knowing what's going to happen is something that we always time and time you know, worry about. That is what worrying is, is thinking about what's ahead of us because we are unsure or uncertain of what is going to happen. And just if I could give any bit of power to you or any bit of encouragement. Just know that you've got this. I know I've got this and I just constantly have to keep telling myself that and know that if you take things as they come at you one by one, you are gonna be so able to handle and address and acknowledge whatever is coming up because if we spend time worrying or projecting our fears and things like that, they might not even come to be in that way. And so just knowing that have faith in yourself, have power, that empowered feeling in yourself, and know that if you just take each moment as it comes to you, you have all the tools and all the resources that you need. And of course, there are so, so many dance teachers out there who have been in your shoes. And if you are looking for advice, I'm sure are there to definitely either give some advice or to lend a listening ear. So I just wanted to thank you all so much for listening to today's episode. If you know of somebody who could benefit from this episode, please share it. And, I would love to continue this growth of dance teacher pep talk. And one way that we can do that is to make sure that you're following the podcast on whichever podcast platform that you're listening. And if you feel called to rate or review the podcast, that is available also. So I, once again, thank you all for listening to today's episode. I hope you have an incredible day and you've got this. Talk to you soon.